Hey guys and welcome to the Rambling Spurs podcast. Today I'm going to talk about, of course, the Crystal Palace game, which we won 4-0. Brilliant game. Um, I think that was the first game I've enjoyed uh, since like a long time now. It must be four, four, three months, I think. Um, and the like this second half that we played, that was like, that was, that was the, the, the way we should always play. Um, I think this this whole media stuff and the fans getting annoyed and you know that all puts like pressure on Tottenham and I think they they answered well with that game. Um there was still negatives um but I think we should not really concentrate on the on the negatives this episode a lot. I think we I think we should just enjoy this win and and focus on the positives we have I'm, I'm gonna talk about the negative a bit in the end um but i'm trying to make this a positive episode because it's literally it's my first chance of a positive episode and i'm not gonna uh not use that because you know knowing how much uh positive episodes i'm gonna make <laughs> um so four nil um first half 20 minutes played and Tottenham was a was the better team. Um, we created chances, didn't score though, um, and we did not create that much chances. But we 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 created one, uh, we created some, and I felt like we've we've gonna score. And then suddenly it switched. Um, I think up to um, twenty twenty two to the to the half to the break. It was all. It was just Crystal players playing again. So that was the negative part because we should have just continued the way we played uh, the first twenty minutes. But we stopped, unfortunately. And Crystal Palace made the game. They even scored, uh, nearly scored uh, in the second half, right at the beginning after that mistake from Romero. Um, but Dial made this beautiful block and and saved us to concede first again. Um, so after 10, 10 games conceding first, we finally scored first and won the game. Um, and as I said, there was many positives to take out of the game. Um, one, uh, I'm going to talk about uh, the, the players alone. Um, I'm going to talk about uh, the teams, the, the team spirit, uh, Conti, uh, Conte. My father always says it's not Conti, it's Conte. I'm just going to talk about Antonio. It's easier. Um, uh, Antonio and, you know, just like the overall performance and and what we can expect from the Portsmouth game. Uh, game. Um, and also looking a bit forward to the North London derby. I think I'm going to talk about the North London derby then after the Portsmouth game. But... Yeah, I think we're just going to dive now into the game um, and I'm going to talk about certain players. So, um, oh no, I'm just going to talk about the team performance as well. Like, as I said, the first 20 minutes were good. Um, I, f- I felt like we, we we came firing out of the tunnel. Um, we, we wanted to create, we wanted to create chances. We wanted to play football and you felt that. Um, after this 20 minutes, it, it broke in and I don't know really what happened, but then it was, as I said, just Crystal Palace playing. So we really have to focus on keeping this up, as um, keeping this momentum up. And when we start a game, like finish as we started 
and you know that that's that's like a thing we really have to concentrate on we can't really be having good parts of the game we have to be playing a good game of course the other team will have chances and of course we will um maybe concede a goal of course that this will always happen this is football and um but you know we can't really have those those sort of times where we are brilliant and it's just us playing and then we suddenly change our game and it's just the other team and we just it should be like up and down you know there should be this team other team or in the best best case us as us, maybe one chance from the other team and then us again and i think that was the second half i think we played brilliant in the second half and that, as i said i really enjoyed watching the second half um we had brilliant performances uh from players especially uh, i think kane was brilliant finally um i'm going to talk about kane later um on his own performance um hill was brilliant um son finally scored so there was a lot of positives to take and uh if especially a good momentum um so yeah i think like the second half was really like a brilliant half scored good goals um played very beautiful football uh was able to give the the young ones a chance um so overall the second half is like the the stepping stone we have to to look out for like this is the 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 level we should always play so um and i think this second half or this game just came literally in the in the best moment ever um we had like a positive game now we should win against portsmouth um and and we then then this gives us this this positive spirit before the north london derby against arsenal which is a such important game this year as well i mean the last one in the last year uh last season at least um that was like i think one of the most interesting and and you know tense north london derbies ever and we came out on the lucky side um but you know that this game was who is gonna end up on the fourth place um and this year i think it's gonna be vital as well um because it it, it gives arsenal if they win against us like another positive momentum and the north london derby is always more special than another game so if arsenal win against us um i feel like they're going to be so high up that they might as well win the league um but if we win it um you know it gives us this hope and momentum to come back into the top four again and I, I, f- I feel like we should then continue it with January signings and then I think we're back on track to be on the top four and playing Champions League football in the next season again. Um, yeah, um, let's go for the o- overall performance from the players, um, starting with Lloris. Lloris made this mistake um, in the last game, but made a brilliant game this this uh, against Crystal Palace again. Um, definitely kept us... Uh, a clean sheet with that one save in the first half um i think it was from iu brilliant save as i said larise is not the one to go um when you when you want to have a goalkeeper that is good with his foot but larise still is a brilliant goalkeeper when it comes to save um saves at least um and yeah i think yeah, Larice is still good enough for maybe two seasons, and then after that, I think we should look out for 
a new goalkeeper. But I think this two seasons, uh, like two seasons now, um, we 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 could we are still lucky to have Larice. Um, even if there is a new goalkeeper being the number one, I feel I still feel like we should keep him just to have like give the younger ones or give the new ones the experience. Um, he was he's he's here for such a long time now. He's our captain and. He is a brilliant goalkeeper, so I really hope Lloris will finally lift the trophy with Spurs. But yeah, this is all, you know, dreams, dreams, dreams. Um, going to the right wing back in Doherty, um, brilliant game. Um, you know, the, the, at the start of the season, we always played Emerson. And I think Conte realised that, you know, that... Um, Doherty is the man to choose over Emerson. Um, I think we all knew that. Um, but Emerson, you know, made horrible games. Um, he is still 23. We can't forget that. And he has to um, adapt and, and learn the game still, I think, and maybe get used to the Premier League. Um, but I, I still feel like Emerson's not that good enough yet. And um, Doherty is definitely the man to choose at the moment. Um, he played brilliant. He had, uh, he had like a consistent good game, I thought. Um, of course, in the first half, we had problems, but that was the whole team. Um, but in that second half, I mean, he scored, he he defended good, and he was just he had a solid game. Um, and I'm really happy he scored his first, game, first goal since April. And yeah, I really, really enjoyed his performance and uh, I'm happy to let him play again. Um, our three centre-backs in Romero, Longley and... What was the other one? Dyer, Genau, Dyer played again. Um, I thought it was all right. Um, you know, Romero, again, brilliant game. Um you know, had this mistake, but Dyer looked out for him. Um, and as well, Romero was still up and running again. I saw him again in front of the goalkeeper pushing. I mean, it was, I think it was the 85th or 86th minute. It was 4-0. The game was pretty much done. And still Romero was up there pressing the goalkeeper. And it was just amazing, really. Like he is such a fighter and really the players look up, should look up to him in that in that part of the game and have the aggressiveness again. And yeah, so really good game from the, uh, from Romero. Dyer, as I said, I, I expected him to play this game. Um, and as I said, I think he looks... All right. I mean, he is not good enough for our team, and we do, should definitely look out for a new centre back. Um, but as I said, with Romero, he is all right, and I just think feel like he needs a Romero next to him during these games. And then he is doing all right. Um, but yeah, I feel like Dyer had a good uh, had a good game, um, and so had Longley. Longley still like a, a good game, good uh, good man for us um he is only on loan here but Conte wanted him and yeah he he made good games and he was yesterday as well he was really good um and yeah solid performance from long legs again we have Perisic then on the left side of course Perisic 
brilliant player. Um, I feel I feel like that he is um, one of the best players uh, we have at the moment, or one that is more the more consistent ones. And I remember that we always uh, had the feeling of maybe like he's 33 already. Is his fitness enough? And uh, I guess he is one of the most uh, uh, fit fittest players. Uh, no, fittest players. Um, you know, he has his fitness is just really, really good. And I think I sort of feel like he is like running up and down and makes these good crosses. He provided the assist for Kane, uh, which led to the one nil. And yeah, solid performance from 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 Perisic. So good game. Um then our midfield with Skip and Hoyberg. I'm not sure if I talked about it in the podcast, but I was I was thinking that um, Skip will start over Bisuma. Of course, Bisuma had this um, ban because of five yellow cards. But um, I s- sort of felt like that Skip should should start even if Bisuma was available. Um, and you could sort of see that Skip is a bit, you know, not at 100% already. He, has, he had a long injury, um, an injury that lasted very long. And he is sort of coming back now. Um, but still, I feel like he had a good game, a uh, good second half. First half was a bit shaky, but then after the team got up and running, I sort of feel like he has done a good game as well. And then Hoiberg had a bit of mistakes in the midfield in the first half. And then after that, really showed his fighting abilities and made a good game. And I feel like nothing had, nothing more to add and yeah then coming to the top three uh to the front three um Kane brilliant game I had the feeling that Kane was a bit deeper and playing midfield-ish sort of like a number 10 and I just felt like that was brilliant for him uh he is um, he is a good midfielder right now because he adapted his game so much and also, I heard that he was a midfielder when he was in the academy. Um, and yeah, you can just see how, how good he is in the midfield with giving passes and uh, and then scoring as well. Um, so brilliant performance from him. This this 10 slash 9 role is really, really working for him. And I hope they keep sort of let him play like that because um, he made he made our game like he provided us he provided good balls uh kept the team going forward um and you know gave gave son a goal um scored twice just he gave us this good spirit again in the Tottenham club and yeah we we have to thank Kane for a lot he is our best player at the moment and we just really should cherish him and 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 enjoy it as long as it lasts because you never know with Kane i mean he he would definitely deserve a better club but i really hope he stays i really hope that conte um stays at our club because that means or that i think that means that kane will be staying as well um then yeah sonny not not the best game um of course he scored and this is this was brilliant um and it, it, it should hopefully give him confidence again to play good games to score again um but you know the first half not yeah not not great um but yeah scored good spirit and i i really hope he can sort of keep that momentum and and get it especially in the north london derby 
and scored uh, another beautiful goal like he did in the last uh, few derbies. Not the last one, but you know what I mean. And then coming to the man of the match after Kane, Brian Hill. Like, what a game. Um, I saw many comments, and, and I made the comment as well, about him not being good enough to start a game. Um, and in the first half, I don't think we were wrong, or I was wrong with that. But then in the second half, he really proved us wrong. Um, what a player. Um the ability with the ball he has, he's so rapid. Um, you know, made good ball, made good balls, um, created chances, made the assist, really good runs. Um, and just really, I mean, he's so young, but he had really had such a good game. And I, I, you can see sort of how how Conte was was proud of him uh, in the end when he when he got out of the pitch. Um, so really brilliant evening from Hill and I really hope he can keep this momentum. I, I think he will start against Portsmouth. Um, of course he will not start uh, as soon as Kulisevsky is back, but you know, it's good to have, um, someone to rely on when, when Kulisevsky is coming out or when, when we want to not play, uh, Kulisevsky to maybe like rest him for a game. Uh, you know, we have someone that can step in, um, I think the only problem with Hill is that he is such a lightweight. Um, but uh, yeah, she should eat more ketchup and mayonnaise. Uh, maybe ask Conte if if, uh, if he's maybe the only player to be allowed to eat mayonnaise. But, you know, he should just be bulking up a bit. And I think then he will be a brilliant player. He has literally, he's like, he is born to be a footballer. He, uh, I think Conte uh, compared him with... Um, who did he compare with? The player for Man City. Uh, not remembering the main now, but he was a good player. But I sort of forgot the name now. Sorry. Um, but yeah, brilliant game from Hill and and really good performance. So we have a, a rising star on, in our hands here, um, which which we which is really good. Um, I feel like that. Um, Hill isn't. There was discussion about Hill loaning out again, but I, f I think that if Mura is going away, then um, I don't think we will loan out Hill. Um, but if Mura stays, maybe we will, because we don't have like too much too much uh, wingers. But I uh, actually hope that Hill stays. Um, I, f I feel like. It would make uh, it would be good for him to stay at our club and to get minutes and yeah and yeah good performance from here with it. Um, then we got changes. Uh, Skip got out for Saar and and just another rising star, Pepe Matsar. Just brilliant, really. Like he he played such a good game. This thirty minutes I saw from him. Of course, it's not a full game, and we didn't saw much of him. This 30 minutes I saw was just like literally enough for me to feel like that he is a good midfielder. And I, I, I guess he could play um, for Skip in the Portsmouth game, which would be interesting to maybe give him the first 60 minutes and then put Skip in in the last 30 minutes. Because, um, yeah, Saar, brilliant. Like defensively, 
um, going forward, he played brilliant. And I mean, he is like 19 or 20 years old as well. So we have like a good future uh, in our hands. Um, but to be honest, we all buy these players. Um, so I don't really know if we have like a rising star in our academy. I mean, we have Scarlett which is playing at the moment for Portsmouth. He will not be playing, of course, on Saturday, um, I think. Um, but, uh, yeah, we have Scarlett um, as a striker, but otherwise, yeah, there's not really, like, a brilliant future star, I think. Um, White got some minutes yesterday. Um, he could could be a midfielder as well uh, for the future. But, yeah, sort of sometimes feel like the is the problem already in the academy um do we provide two less future stars in from our own i mean we had kane um but yeah that was sort of it um <laughs> but yeah uh yeah that's that's like another whole another topic um so yeah f- that was Basically, the game, um, as I said, was really positive. Um, it was a really good game. Um, and, yeah, then I was a bit disappointed when when um, Conte uh, subbed in Sessegnon and Rom- uh, Romero, Emerson. Because, you know, I, I just guessed that that Conte really doesn't like Spence. <laughs> it, I've, you know, Spence was the player that, that Tottenham wanted and not Conte. And you just sort of feel like that that Conte just doesn't like young players. But then he did now bring on young players in the midfield. And I don't know, I was I was literally expecting him to, to play Spence. I don't know why he put on Emerson. I mean, there's so much talk about Emerson, you know, being sold and the fans not being happy with him. I mean, he got, I think he got booed yesterday when he touched the ball. And last time Spence made like a, a substitution in the 95th minute and got the biggest cheer of the whole, in the whole game when we scored in that game. So, you know, it says it all that the fans really want Spence to play and got, get minutes. So I hope for Spence and I hope for the fans' sake as well and I hope for mine's sake as well because I really wanted him, wanted Spence to play. Um, I remember that I saw Spence in the, in the FA Cup against, um, I think they played Liverpool or Arsenal. I don't really remember. I think it was one of those teams. And he, the, the way they played, it was so brilliant. And I, I just remember Spence seeing Spence and I was like we should actually look at players like that and then uh, as we apparently we uh, like um, we did go for him uh, in my surprise um, so I literally called that um, before they uh, I even knew that we had interest in him I swear to God um, and yeah now we have like such a brilliant play but we not really use him and he is such a young talent and he has this speed and the ability to play good football but you know sort of feel like why are we not playing him and Conte does just really doesn't like him I, I feel that's the way I f- you, you get the feeling of that um and of course he says he's not ready he come he came from a league one team but I, I'd still think that he is better than Emerson Way miles miles better than than Emerson. Um, 
because Emerson made so many mistakes and the fans were so many times not happy with him. And still yet, he's yet to play uh, Spence, which, you know, is angering me a bit because at, at the moment where we lost games, I just, you know, felt like, why are we not trying something new? Like, put on Spence. We are already losing 2-0 or, or whatever. Just put him in. See what happens, but not in the in the eighty fifth minute where he's just like have has five minutes to play. That doesn't mean anything, and that it feels more like a, you know, like a boxing in in the head. I know <laughs> you're not probably got not probably saying like that, but you know what I mean. It's just like a kick in the head, um, sort of like a, there was there was no point bringing him in just for one minute. Just then you can just leave him out, you know. Put him in in the 60th minute to give him like 30 minutes, and I feel like, I think he will prove you right that he is a good player and he could start over. Maybe not Doherty. Maybe I've, yeah, I've, I think he needs a bit more time. But you know, he he could be a substitute for Doherty in the in the 70th or 60th minute, and i feel we could improve on in the, in that part and we have a right wing back and you know the rumors are that we are going for another right wing back but that means we need to um give one away and i hope it's emerson because if we are actually like selling spence that that would be the what a big mistake and we will definitely regret it in the future um so i really hope we're not selling spence um it would not make any sense, but I just read some stuff online and I hope it's not true. I hope they go for Emerson and then, and I'm happy with that because we need players to be leaving our club. Um, and we should be selling maybe like five or four players. Um, and I would count in, um, you know, unfortunately I would put in Dyer in that list. Um, just because he was that, here in that team for such a long time and he is not the best defender in the world and we need to upgrade in that part of the game so unfortunately yeah, I would put Dye in that list um, that Emerson definitely Moura can leave um, and yeah in two years maybe Larice and yeah uh, just maybe Tanganga as well. We just need sort of new players in that in, in this group and you bring fresh wind in and, and new ideas and new, new, um, new leadership. And, you know, you just need new players. It should, I don't think we should get rid of content. That's not what I'm saying. Uh, be, but I, I still feel like we need to have new players coming in. Um, and that, that, which could improve our squad. Um, so I, I I still think that this January transfer window is vital for us and we need to spend, the board needs to back Conte, uh, otherwise it will be a, such a difficult uh, time for us. And I don't s- say they need to spend 100 million or 50 million or 60 million on one player, but they should invest wisely in in quality players that will improve our squad. Um, and we have, you know, from what I saw, we have a bit of news about um the Pedro Porro which is playing in um uh where is he playing um 
sporting, exactly. <laughs> um, and they write, Pedro Porro is a player of interest for Spurs, although there are also some concerns there over whether he physically meets the demands of a Conte wingback. The 23-year-old Spaniard has had a standout season for sporting, but and Morem has stated that any club looking to sign him would have to pay the forty million pound release clause, which is a lot. And of course, with Daniel Levy on board, it will be difficult to go for him. I, I, I guess if if we are Chelsea, then then they would have already sold him, and he would have been in a plane on the way to us and do do his medical. But we are not that sort of club, and we always take longer for players like that but we we saw him play against us and he he is a good player so uh, I think we should go for him but obviously no you know <laughs> unfortunately I'm not the rich man who can pay for this stuff but yeah and also Conti wants another attacking player in the transfer window but with Lucas continuous injury absence still an issue as he reaches the final six months of his contract the likelihood of Hill heading out on loan has shrunk dramatically with yesterday's performance as he proved what he can bring so that's what literally what I said uh, Conte has taken a real shine to Saar after working with him during the break as the young midfielder returned early to Hotspur way from the World Cup to get the most out of his time with the experienced head coach. And you sort of felt that. Um, Saar was training, I think, every day in the in that break. I know he was at the World Cup as well, but I think they came on early because um, they got out of the of the cup. So they had some time, um, of course, to, to work on him. And he was, I think he was playing the test game yeah he was playing in the test game so yeah um again brilliant performance from him so and he is really someone we should look out for obviously uh white uh, made his debut yesterday as well i should mention that um um and yeah uh, yeah, except we have links with former Academy star Marcus Edwards uh, are believed to be wide off the mark at this current stage of the transfer winner. So that is another news. And that was a player we unfortunately put out of our academy. Um, and yeah. So um, obviously uh, about that, that is just sort of the news we have on the transfer market. Um, there's not really new big news Um on, on buying new players that's sort of it but that was like in the last episode that was sort of the case as well um so yeah uh also to mention harry kane has made a new record oh not not a new record but he is now with 300 games on 198 goals and alan shearer was with 300 games on 196 so Kane is definitely on the way to breaking records, as Conte mentioned as well in the after-game interview. Um, so yeah, it was a brilliant game yesterday. Uh, it sort of feels like it shouldn't have been a 4-0 win. Um, uh, yeah, I, I sort of, you know, the first half was quite even and that we came out of the second half with a 4-0 lead. It was really surprising and I never would have guessed a 4-0 win. Um, I, I think I I said in the last episode that Christo was going to score first and we are maybe making a draw. Completely wrong. We won 4-0 and I'm really happy with that. I was wrong, to be honest. Um, but you could have never imagined a 4-0 win against Crystal. Crystal Palace is a 
really difficult place uh, to go and, and win games. We lost uh, we lost 3-0 in the last season. Um, so that shows that we are sort of on the right track. And, you know, football is such an emotional game. Um, and football, it's not always as bad as it seems, but it's not as it's never as good as it seems, you know. It's sometimes when 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 we lose two two games or maybe not make the best out of it, our, our world is crushed and we are all crying around and 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 are angry about our club and and sort of fell in in this fall in this trap of being completely outraged of everything. And then when we win one game, we are happy like we are now. Um, you just should never forget that. Our problems are not solved yet and we need to, to make this transfer window uh, work. Um, but we should also enjoy it while it lasts. So we need to really keep this momentum up. Like we have very, very important games coming up with Arsenal and, and Man City, the Champions League, the FA Cup. Um, sorry. And so we really have to keep this momentum up um, and go for it. Um and yeah, um, on Saturday we play Portsmouth. Um, I I guess it's it's a must win. Of course, it is a must win. But I'm not sure on how Conte will play this game. As he mentioned, for his his priority is the Premier League and the Champions League, and he sort of gave the vibe of I'm not giving a shit about the FA Cup. I really don't. I hope he doesn't because you know. As a Spurs fan, you want trophies. It's been so long that we, we, we've won a trophy. Of course, we won the Audi Cup, which is like such a huge win. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, we've, 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 we are lacking of trophies. Um, so it, for a Spurs fan, I, I think sometimes we'd, we'd rather take a FA Cup than, than a Champions League, uh, you know, a Champions League place. Of course, Champions League plays will be um, improving our our, our, our our team and our squad and and our, you know Tottenham itself because we have this thing. But you know, I'm not saying we shouldn't go for Champions League plays. Of course not. But a a trophy would just you know lift the spirit so high, and I, I, I guess it would just really help us for momentum and and for team spirit um which sometimes is even a bigger thing than than a new new player or, or a new transfer maybe sometimes spirit can make so much of it you know um like like Leicester won the league and they they got promoted got had a really team spirit it was so high and they won the league and i don't think they had the best players in that in the league but because they were on such a good form got promoted they, they just kept it continuing and won the league you know so and, and trophy it could be the fueling part that was missing for us to you know get the momentum started and so that's why i really hope he is not just looking at the fa cup and and doesn't not not giving a shit you know i, I really hope he does and i hope he's not letting you know not yeah i just how can i say that I, He's not. I hope he doesn't just play a B team because he thinks we win and then we are struggling and need to come back and, and maybe lose this game. I, I hope he just put in good players, 
for them to start the game good, score some goals, and then he can change. Um, you know, then he can change and put on the young ones who then just should finish it off. Um, I really hope he does that um, because it, uh, I still think FA Cup is such a huge part and we got knocked out of um, the other cup, um, which I still think is 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 bad. Um, it, it was another chance for trophy and we missed it, another one. So I hope we are actually giving our best at the FA Cup and I hope we can win this trophy. It will be so important for us, for the club and for the fans as well to have finally a trophy. Um, yeah, and I think that that's it. that's mostly it about the game. Um, I want to talk about some stuff that was said or, or some uh, impressions that were made in the Swiss Burst group. I'm not going to name names, but um sort of that that is at the moment the way i can you know give impressions from other people into the podcast because i don't have anything yet where you can write comments also um i saw that people from south america and and the us are watching uh, listening to my podcast so if you're listening now hi <laughs> really cool that you're listening don't know how you got on my podcast and i don't know address don't worry uh, i just saw i just see sometimes countries where where someone is listening um and i just feel like it's really cool i got some i got some people from england as well um one from I think um russia and from kosovo and you know it's just I don't know, it feels weird, but it's really cool. Bristol as well, Belgium. Someone was listening from Belgium. Uh, yeah, so hi to all of you. I hope you enjoy it. Um, but yeah, um, so um, a big fee- a big topic that was written in this chat was bringing Poch back. And I think we, we talked about that last episode. Did I talk about it? I'm talking so much about Spurs. I, I, I might sometimes forget what I'm talking about in the podcast or what I'm not talking about in the podcast. Um, but I, I just feel like it would be stupid to go back to Poch this summer because that would mean Conte got sacked and that would mean Levy didn't um, back Conte. And if we put Poch back, it would have just be the same thing as, as happened last time because we, we had Poch and he was doing great brought us to the Champions League final, but he just got, didn't get backed. And their players sacked him. It was not about him. It was it was all it was the players. Of course he had sometimes strategies where you could question yourself, is it Poch? But it was the players. The players were looking out or were not playing good football and sacked him. And the board did not spend enough money in reinforcement and especially in, in like the players he wanted they sort of bite players that the board wanted, but definitely not players that the Poch wanted. So if Levy doesn't back Conte, he, he would have never he would never back Poch. And that would just mean we are like made progress five years forward to just go five years back in in in, in one summer to start it all over again. So we have to stick with one coach or one gaffer for a long period. And I know, you know, Conte is not the manager to, to have long term. I know that. 
But while we have him, we should back him. And I, I feel if, if we are backing him for at least maybe two years, three years, I, I guarantee, I'm, I'm, I'm almost sure we are winning a trophy with, with Conte. He is a win, he's a proven winner. He made it, he made it work at Inter. And if we give him what he wants, he will give us a trophy. And I'm, I'm really sure about that. So I just think it is way too early to go back to Poch. Of course, Poch is magic, you know. But I just feel like we should give Conte enough time and I hope we back him. Um, but yeah, that's my standing point on that one. Um, then, of course, they they, asked, uh, they wrote about uh, is he the man- right manager at this time um, because he's not backed. He was backed. I mean, last two transfer windows, he was. We got good players out of it. We got players that he wanted. So you can't really say anything against the last two transfer windows. But we need to keep this momentum up. And, you know, when we don't, he's gone. So we just need to make it happen. And, you know, our, our board, they make they made good stuff for us. And we have sort of to thank them but if 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 they if they fuck this up again um then i'm then it's done and it's really then it's just done because we can't continue to have the five year it's like we have a, a five step uh step system every every year a five step system every year we just have a five step system buy a new coach back say we back him Back him for two one transfer windows and back him, he leaves. And, and then we just start all over again with a new manager. That doesn't work then in the end. I mean, we had like four managers now in two years, three years, which is, it's not good. And it just shows where this club is at. And we can't forget that just because we had a 4-0 win. Um, but as I said, positive to take out of it. Um then I saw some someone telling we need to get rid of players. Of course, that was um, before the game, just to let you know, because Brian Hill was on that list as well. And I mean, that changed immediately after that game. Um, but he was talking about send Langley back, skip away, Doherty away, Hill away. And someone added um, put Hoiberg on that list as well. And I have to disagree on that one. I don't think Hoiberg is someone we should get rid of. Hoiberg is one of our best players this season. And he proved it. And he is a fighter. And now he's just missing Bentecourt in the middle, which, as I said last episode, they are a brilliant team and they have a good understanding together. I just don't think Hoiberg is not fair to put on that list. Um... He added, he is bad technically, and you know, I think he improved on that a lot. I mean, he scored seven or eight times this season, he was one of our best players this season as well. So, I, I on that one, I was disagreeing with them. Um, you know, and yeah, I feel like that was it. Um, the, yeah. <laughs> 
just I'm just scrolling through the through the chat right now to see if there was another good thing that was said. Um, it, it all got really positive after we scored, of course, and it should be like that. But we just sh- shouldn't like be thinking now. All right, we are going to win the title now. I don't think anyone does, but you know, enjoy it, but still be humble. It's Spurs. <laughs> um, yeah. So I think that was it for the podcast today. Um, third episode. I really enjoy doing it. Um, I have so much fun doing it. Actually, um, I'm gonna start a new one with with my friends on Swiss German um, about the whole Premier League. So if you are from Switzerland, uh, feel free to join. Um, we are starting this podcast maybe in one or two months. Um, so yeah, Portsmouth um, prediction should be an easy win. I go for a three nil or three one maybe. Maybe we give him a pity go. Um so I guess three one, maybe a four one, but as I said, I don't think he's gonna put too much on on, on put on the FA Cup game. So I'm going with a three one for Spurs. And of course after that game the big one is coming up. But I will talk about that in the next episode. So yeah. Thanks, guys, for listening. Um, I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Um, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Uh, enjoy it while it lasts, and I hope we see you in the next one. All right. Call me Spurs. <laughs>